You're listening to this week's episode of Multiplane Tales. I'll be your tale teller, JC. This tale is called Shield of Oswax. And dear listener, if you'd like me to tell your tale, you can send it to multiplanetales at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Let me tell you about my land, my home, my haven, a country where no one goes hungry, a place where all are treated how they deserve. Oswax, my home. Three thousand years ago, when the sea of the south of the Fernyardian mainland was naked, the mother goddess raised our island from the sea. Her arms of earth laid our island in a location she knew we would flourish. Her grace is kind. We didn't deserve the blessings she has shown our people. Our people, forged from the earth where she breathed in our existence. The first of our kind, the originals, fought for weeks until one rose as the leader. Sepra, first of their name, led us to civilization. They built structures that are used to this day. Books that most do not know come from us. Inspired ideas that have founded faiths. Sepra was forever ingrained as the Enlightened One. In the last uprising of the rebel group, their leader Germanicus rallied the last of his troops. He approached Sepra on their way home. As a display of humbleness, Sepra did not have those who protected them. They surrounded Sepra and commanded their surrender as leader. Sepra looked around, disappointed more than angry. They looked at each of the troops directly in the eyes in all but a second. As they approached, Sepra told each of the men the reasons why they would be better with them as leader under the watch of the forge herself. They gave a reason that mattered to each of them directly. One by one, they all dropped their weapons, all but Germanicus. He approached Sepra, deviant and determined. Sepra opened their arms wide, listing off reasons why they knew they had chosen the correct path. Germanicus plunged the dagger he was holding into Sepra's leg. Sepra mentioned the better life his son and daughter would have in this system. Would he rather them grow up in an era of civil war, where their lives would be in constant danger or one of peace, where all can be happy. Germanicus left his blade in his once enemy. He stood there and nodded adamantly. Sepra pulled the blade from his leg. They threw it on the ground and embraced Germanicus. That day is known as the day of last grievance. Germanicus became the first to be arrested in our society. He was judged by the population with the tutelage of Sepra. Germanicus was charmed with harm to another. His judgment was to be declared the following day, but that night, he broke his vow to remain in his home and fled the island. Under the guidance of Sepra, the island united under one banner, establishing us as a source of knowledge. Millennia after millennia, when Oswak was threatened, Sepra's spirit was reborn in our great home. Sepra has been reborn dozens of times throughout the ages, bringing unity and peace to the world. Sepra is here. Now, my master is the one who built my beautiful home. I sometimes ache for them. It is a strain to embody a powerful being. They have told me that this is their strongest incarnation to date. It means Oswax is about to face its greatest threat. It sickens me that anything could conjure the idea to harm the world's only paradise. An island country that would put your cities to shame. Buildings as wide as the sea. The streets are clean enough to feast on. I've long suspected that your kind would be involved. 
progeny of Germanicus. It wasn't until a millennia ago we had learned that Germanicus survived and found this landmass. We still don't know what sorcery he did. All mortars of your mainland, human, elves, dwarves, gnomes, and havelings, all evolved, originated from him. All of you have existed since the fourth incarnation, yet your kind still has not created a perfect society. As I have walked your lands, I have seen selfish leaders take what little their servants had to satisfy their greed. I have borne witness to the masses that go nights without sustenance. The sick, the injured, lay on the street, begging for help with no one to support them. How some of you have everything, while others wish you had anything. It breaks my heart to witness all this suffering. My feeling towards your kind is sadness. The limits that you all have. The lack of happiness in your lives. You have never known true happiness. You won't know until you visit Oswax. I was confused when Sepra assigned me on my mission. I thought you all a waste of time. I believed that we should focus on discovering the threat to my home. It is what I have been striving for since I swore my oath. It was a week after Sepra made this incarnation known through their host. I made my oath later than others, but what they lacked was the wisdom that came with my age. I did have a different upbringing compared to the others. I don't know who my parents are. All that can assume is that one of them was Devilkin, which resulted in the horns and tail. My time in your land has shown me children with no parents or guardians start off life disadvantaged. Those that don't perish in the streets or are smart enough to make it on their own are sent to what you all call orphanages. In my experience, those underfunded prisons for children only provide them with a roof over their heads, and some of those roofs are crumbling and leaking. The ones I've seen look starved, hopeless, tools stuck in a machine that is ready to devour them. In Oswax, we raise our children who don't have a natural caretaker. When I was a baby, I was raised by what we called surveyors. They would change, feed, and take care of me. As a child, you cannot have a single surveyor. Through their constant change, they were learned at a young age to be adaptable to a wide array of individuals. It will begin to influence the baby's minds that the need of the community is greater than that of the one. Once they are able to walk and understand reason, we move them to a home with others like them. Each child has their own home within the home. You mainlanders call this type of structure apartments. The kids have weekly meetings with their surveyors to help them through their development. As they grow, they attend school. The curriculum of the child is based on what they find interesting and what Oswax needs. Once they reach adulthood, they are told what they qualify to become and are trained by the best instructors in that profession. As the small Oswax Lydian grows into a champion for their country, they do not have to worry about cost. Until they are of age, the cost is paid for by the development fund of the country. It was created during the second return of Sepra. I was a bit different. I had the pleasure of growing up in a caring environment like my other countrymen. It was interesting though. During my adulthood ceremony, there was no spot open in my career of choice. Lance play has always been something I was passionate about. Give me a lance and shield and I'll give anyone a run for their money. An option was to become a defender of the country, but the one I wanted was to become a sea surfer. It was a new profession that the president had created. Their task was to monitor the seas around the island. They were to never stray too far from Oswax, 
but were tasked with intercepting any unidentified object that headed in its path. It mainly entailed giant sea monsters, but they got to venture out and inspect other landmasses near Oswax that no one had ever set foot on. The enlistment for that reached its maximum a week before my coming of age day. The only choice I had at the end was to work multiple odd jobs until a spot became available. It was those jobs that forged me as the Earth Mother did us. I have traveled all around Oswax and met different types of citizens. It only made my love for this country grow. A utopia where the needs of everyone are met. We all make sacrifices to make our great country one of beauty. As a tavern keeper, I got to hear the stories of all who came in. As a farmhand, I was the provider of sustenance for the masses. I helped fuel the flow of energy on the island as a miner. I was even a surveyor. It was wonderful being there to guide the next generation of Oswax Lydians. I got to experience the sea as a fisher. That one was my least favorite. I was so close to what I wanted to do, but still so far. It was my last job before I was called. It started on Discovery Day. Sepra had made their presence known in their current host. I'm not sure about the process for that. It is a secret only known by Sepra and a few of their chosen advisors. The following day was the incarnation coordination. The ceremony was a quick event. The current advisors of Sepra announced to the country that Sepra has returned once more to set Oswax in the right direction. In the capital city of Rosara, Sepra stood in front of their old home where an old advisor placed a crown on top of their head. The masses clapped and cheered. No more than 10 minutes later, the crowd dissipated and everyone returned to their day. It was a humble event. The president relinquished power as they always do. During the lost times, periods when Sepra has not incarnated, the people of Oswax decide on a president that will lead them in the way Sepra would have wanted. They will need to be approved by Sepra's advisors, but when Sepra comes back, all powers are restored to them. I was out in a fisher boat during the coronation and did not get to witness it in person. But when the crown was placed on their head, I was struck with the vision. I saw Sepra looking directly at me as their advisors stood behind them. They all laid their hands on them, channeling power through them. The world around me was unstable. It was shifting through different locations I was not familiar with. Sepra raised their hands. Come to me. I didn't wait to finish my shift. I rode my boat back to shore, gave the head fisher my catch for the day, and made my way to Oazora. It took a week to arrive. At the time, I had never explored Oswax for the sole reason of admiration. I was hoping to find the locations that flashed during my vision. I found none of them in my country. Upon my arrival in Oazora, I went to the closest inn to clean up. I spent the night and woke up early in the morning. I ordered a cup of energy bean water and went to the market. There waiting for me was Sepra. They were talking with their advisors. The moment their eyes laid on me, I saw it was true. In those eyes, I saw a dream to evolve Oswax. A passion I have not seen since. Sepra silenced their advisors and pushed them aside. Come hither, they said. Do you love Oswax, Smaz? In a calm tone, I told Sepra I loved Oswax. I told them my love for the community-like feeling the whole country has the willingness to go the extra mile for one another, the institution Oddwax has become. You saw the visions? Supper asked. I nodded my head. My mind was flooded with different images. It was the same locations I had saw, but in ruins, flames burning in the rain. The mainland, 
is heading down a path of absolute destruction soon. Their consequences will find its way to Oswax. My answer is to bring the mainland to our realm under our guidance. Here lie four realm buster crystals. If you accept what I will ask, you will drill a crystal at the furthest cardinal points on the mainland. That will bring them near for us to show them our way of peace. Do you accept? I made my oath that day. An oath to save Oswax from the world by becoming the rest of the world. Since my oath, the will of the Oswax Lydians has given me the power to achieve that goal. I have lost count of the number of days I have been on the mainland. I now journey to complete my goal. I have experienced the terrible lives you Midlanders have. It hurts me. I will achieve my mission and bring you all true joy. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to submit your story, you can send it to multiplanetales at gmail.com. And if you could, please share this with all your friends and family across the multiplanes. Again, thanks for listening, and you'll hear me again in a fortnight.